Sam Gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to the Meatcast. Kyle, we're late. We're a day late. We're we're a day late. I'm. I, this is my fault, everybody. I'm really sorry. I had a I had a That's last no minute. Fault. No, it is literally my fault. We we, <laughs> we record on Wednesdays. We're recording on Thursday now. At a work That's thing, true. my day job to puncture the illusion of comedy podcasts. No, I do not get paid for this. No, this is not <laughs> my job. No, I do not get paid to be a comedian. I have a regular job where I send emails all day. And they called me in for a thing last minute. So sorry. I hope a work dinner. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. My boss's boss's boss <laughs> was in town. Uh and uh I I went to I I went to dinner. So it was not it wasn't so bad. It wasn't like I was, you know, sending more emails, it, but was it a good uh good dinner? Was it, it was an extremely good it was an extremely oh, good cool. dinner. <laughs> yeah. So it was wow. actually kind of nice. I'm sorry, uh Nick, to you and to our listeners that I abandoned <laughs> you to go get a really good dinner. Uh we went to Salty Sal for folks in Austin who okay. uh, know the food scene and it I had never been there and it was very, very good. Pig heavy, right? That place. Pig heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pig. It's pig heavy. Although I had the, uh, I had the. Chi- well, I had a lot of stuff. It was very. It was like a, you know, just small plates. Everybody passing around. The highlight of the meal were the bananas Foster beignets, uh, which are were incredible. Um, if you've ever had a, a beignet from. New Orleans. Popeyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not the Popeyes beignets. Uh, they were very good. So I've had um, beignets. I've never had bananas foster. What is what is that? Um, I think it's like a it's like a banana, some kind of banana dish that it's like caramelized. I don't actually know specifically what it is. And there weren't any bananas like in the beignet. It just it sort of it's almost like a banana bread beignet like you can't there's no okay. like solid bananas in it it just has like a little hint of banana flavor you know there's a banana in there somewhere somewhere in the mix they put a banana you, it, you, it, but if they didn't tell you it might drive like if it wasn't called bananas foster beignets and you were like i think there might be banana in this i don't know <laughs> I'm though. allergic yeah sort of like yeah a banana um a banana uh lacroix if there were a banana lacroix just kind of have that hint of banana in it yeah but uh Kyle, I did want to ask you, I feel like growing up, I would always see on TV, uh, the boss would be coming over for dinner <laughs> and you have to like cook a meal for the yeah. boss. Yeah. Have you this ever had is... your boss over for dinner? I have never had my boss. I've never entered. I've never lived in a place where entertaining my boss was ever like on the table, <laughs> really. Um, I don't have a table, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and my boss uh hunched over my coffee table uh <laughs> scarfing down bags of p terry's burgers <laughs> watching uh uh stranger things or something yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, I've never, I've never lived this particular sitcom trip. I have had a couple of the, you know, you find yourself at a work dinner outing uh, with a boss or something, but never yeah. in my home. Okay. Well, hey, let's move into <laughs> this week on Heathcliff. Yeah. This week on Heathcliff. So January 13th, Friday, we have the talking tree is back. This time he's got snow on him and he's saying, he's talking to Heathcliff and he's saying, you think you're tired of snow? I like it. I like it. Yeah. Good one. Heathcliff's got a little uh, scarf on, a little red scarf. Yeah. He's got the hands behind the back, which is his uh, contemplative pose. Contemplative? Contemplative. I would say uh, contemplative, but I don't contemplative. Know. I don't, readers, uh, listeners, you let us know. <laughs> Email <laughs> us at heathcliffrecap at gmail dot com. Hashtag longy or hashtag? Huh? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the e is the same. <laughs> it's all about that o. Anyway. It's all about that o. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, the tree the tree talks <laughs> and has <laughs> eyes uh yes. which i guess like it would be weird if the tree just had a mouth and no, yeah. no other features but it would just look like a normal tree in that case at least in the static drawing sure yeah a classic you know um opening hole uh, tree hole a tree hole a tree hole you would keep uh you know porno porno <laughs> yeah we're both thinking it. Man, what if a tree talked to you? That'd be something, huh? And it would say, "Hey, why are you sticking this porno in here?" Or feed me porno. <laughs> It'd be funny if you like put a porno in a tree, and then a few days later you came back and it was digested. <laughs> what? If, what about a little shove of horrors reboot where the tree, the the plant, doesn't eat humans; it eats. <laughs> old porno max oh man the plant is going extinct because porno max <laughs> harder to come by you try to, it's like when he tries to feed it like food for, like, the from internet? the butcher shop it, the, the plant's like no I don't want this Seymour and he's like trying to give it a laptop with Pornhub on it <laughs> it's gotta be a nudie mag Seymour <laughs> <laughs> you have to like download the hustler app on your, uh, on, your on your ipad every day spending feed them a new ipad every day Jeez. spending hundreds of dollars on ebay on old penthouse magazines okay well uh, let's what move a silly on to fit. <laughs> <laughs> move, moving on to january 14th saturday Kylie's back. Chauncey's back. Chauncey or- is back. The boys are back in town. Cue it up. Uh- <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> I didn't have it queued up, but could you tell that that wasn't <laughs> the actual track? I uh, I know some me. listeners may be confused, but uh, that was not the actual track. <laughs> that wasn't the vocals only track from YouTube either. It was me singing it. But so Heathcliff's sitting on top of an upside down trash can with a fish bone in his mouth and chauncey's stumbling all over another one he looks adorable he's got big wide eyes 
the trash is everywhere in the street. The cane is thrown about, and two birds are in the are in the uh, tree, and one of them is saying, "Chauncey spoils the elegance of garbage." Yeah, uh, Chauncey's tongue lolling out of his mouth. Very funny. Very cute. Now I do have a punch up, uh, Kyle's punch up corner uh, here that I might suggest is I might put Heathcliff in maybe a little tuxedo or something to make it look to contrast Heathcliff's mm. elegant uh, yeah. garbage experience with Chauncey's silly um, classless garbage experience. <laughs> Maybe a top hat or a or a monocle. Monocle would be yeah. very good. Top hat would be very good. Anything, you know. Maybe he's. This would be maybe hard to do given uh, the proportions here. But maybe he's holding that fishbone in his hand. He's got his pinky out. Oh yeah, that's you know? good. Something yeah. like that. I don't know. And this was uh, Kyle's punch up corner. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Kyle's punch up corner. Okay, we're you know what we're we're working on we're just, the name TVD name TVD. I, I like Kyle's Punch Up Corner. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll try to come up with some a, a stinger for that. Oh, that would, oh uh, don't don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> the Sunday one, Heathcliff does magic and he gets a he puts mustaches on everybody and one of the and the kid is Iggy is saying mustache magic. Yeah, it's you know it's just something. <laughs> Again, again, total disdain for the Sunday comic from Nick. Um, then we have the Monday, January sixteenth. Heathcliff's watch, walking down the street with a bro helmet on, and the birds are chirping up on the power line. They're saying bro, 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 and Iggy's in the background. He's telling his little friend, "It seems to be some sort of truce." This I fully do not understand. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this is this is one that is very <laughs> cryptic. T- to me actually um i mean obviously i know the bro helmet i love the bro helmet we all love the bro helmet um i understand and you know that animals say bro sometimes animals say bro sometimes i get that some sort of truce i don't so understand. i guess heathcliff is typically you would think i mean you would think he would typically attack birds i don't think he does almost every heathcliff comic strip features a bird talking about heathcliff yeah and they don't seem to be. They don't seem to feel as they're as though they're in any imminent danger. Yeah, they never seem to be frightened. Really, the the mice, on the other hand, you know, I get yes. that, but the birds, yes. not necessarily. Um, and why would the birds saying what is written on Heathcliff's <laughs> helmet indicate to Iggy that these two people are these two uh, animals? are not at war any longer. I, I don't understand how Iggy sees this and is immediately like, oh, I see what's going on here. I think it's a truce. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, it's, a, it's a big jump for him to think it's a truce. Do you think that it friend could of just his, be that like, he's, that he's, the friend of his that he's telling about is going, cuckoo, cuckoo, in his head? <laughs> He's good. He's lost Heathcliff it. thinks that's a bird, and he, <laughs> and he attacks the attacks. <laughs> Who is that kid? Do we know the kid in the propeller hat? Is that a named Heathcliff character? Let's see. I'll look up the character Heathcliff characters page. Let me see if I can find Willie. Uh, Pierce. Well, I'm guessing it's Willie. The in the in the image, Willie has 
a red and black hat in this comic strip he has a black a blue and yellow hat but but it's a it's propeller it's a propeller, it's a propeller hat, yeah. hat either way yeah. um i would like to note for everybody that was not an edit nick just found that lightning quick <laughs> i mean that was truly shocking how fast nick was able to pull that up so willie is iggy's brainy best friend and joins in with the gang for heathcliff's many wild adventures <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we're looking at what a wild adventure we're looking at right here walking down the street with a bro helmet on under and a, Willie's right there joining in with the gang. <laughs> his hands in his pocket <laughs> on this wild adventure. Also, the brainy friend is the propeller hat usually a signifier of the brainy friend? I um, feel like a propeller hat is like a signifier of kind of a kind of a dummy. Kind of a dummy, also kind of a uh a child from a hundred years ago. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did the propeller hat stop being even a comedy reference? I feel like it, it, that was 50 years ago. Yeah, you really don't see them anymore at all. I think Willie has gla- is wearing glasses though. In the in the in the picture I'm looking at here, it seems a little bit more clear. There's like a line coming from his eyeball to his ear. But yeah. Uh, but I think yeah, I think he's wearing glasses, which is of course the signifier of, of, of being a a, a real a real Brainiac. smarty pants. Yeah. yeah. Listeners can't see this, but I am wearing glasses. Which yeah, is Kyle's the smart you know one. That I'm the smart one on the podcast. <laughs> what am I? The I guess I'm the dummy. You're the, the dumb you're the jock. <laughs> you're the, the, you're jock. the dumb jock. I'm the big dumb jock. Uh-huh. Kyle's you, a smart smarty pants. But we're both bros we're both the bros <laughs> we have a truce you can we have a truce you can tell me a truce we're both wearing bro helmets uh-huh or actually i'm wearing a bro helmet <laughs> kyle is only Just says saying. the word bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's floating right above me at all times. all right january 17th heathcliff is <laughs> at his therapist's office he's lying down on the couch wearing a big white poofy helmet uh, <laughs> big white poofy wig a like a what is that like a Renaissance style wig or Elizabethan? Yeah, wig? yeah, I would say it's maybe like um, it's almost it's very Marie Antoinette. It's very French Revolution yes. kind of uh, thing. The kind of wig that looks like a butt or boobs, like the big white puffy butt or boobs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I would say that's probably <laughs> the evocative enough for people. And you know what we're saying. talking about? <laughs> Stop yelling at us! You get it. I feel like I haven't seen Amadeus, but I feel like the characters in Amadeus are wearing these kinds of wigs. Oh, well, first of all, let me stop you right there. You got to see Amadeus. Yeah, I mean, one, of know, my, been... one of my all-time favorites. It's one of those movies I want to see in a movie theater, and I keep hoping someday it'll play at a movie theater in town. Yeah, not it's yet, it's it's not yet. It's it's one of those that I'm worried. Like I think it's falling in estimation. I don't know if we're going to get really? like a but I mean, people still love it, I guess, but I just don't hear about it as much as... I used to hear about it, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, but I love it. I love it. And yes, this wig very much uh, is an Amadeus wig. Um, is it fair to say that ever since you uh, left the Amadeus Discord server, you're hearing less and less about Amadeus? Well, now, wait a minute. You may be onto something there, Nick. Yeah. People are I talking didn't about think about it that Amadeus way. Amadeus Discord server. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at my calendar... I left the Amadeus Discord, and then the next day I wrote, I'm hearing less about Amadeus. And then I wrote that every day on my calendar since then. 
Huh. Um, you're right. I could never leave the Amadeus Discord servers. I, I, I need those emotes, the, the particular Discord emotes from the Amadeus Discord server. But yeah, the, the Salieri emote. I the F. Murray one. Abraham Salieri. Uh, stop, stop. You go too quickly. A uh, little, when he's got his little hand extended and he's ran his little quill. But you don't know what I'm, I'm talking about because you've never seen the movie. No, but I am nodding my head. I know it because I know the emote. And I, of course, paid for Nitro, Discord <laughs> Nitro, just to get that emote and posted on all my Discord servers. Isn't it ironic that the movie Amadeus, which is about um, musicians and maybe even our greatest musician of all time, is on Discord? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Never so think, so it's something to, it's something to think about i don't know i mean it, is it ironic i don't know what well, I, I think it's i think that's one of life's little ironies yeah it's <laughs> i think that's like, fair to say it's like rain on your wedding day <laughs> yeah you know the, the good advice you just didn't take mm-hmm. who would have thought it figured <laughs> uh this is well so we should funny. say uh the therapist is saying how is the new wig working out <laughs> <laughs> oh we didn't even say the caption the new caption is the best part. Yeah. Now, how is the new wig working out? Now, I love this image of Heathcliff. His hands are clasped across his stomach in in uh you know quiet repose in blissful contemplation here in his therapy session. Um, and I love the I love the image of it. I love how's the new wig working out. Um. Uh, now, something that did strike me is, is Heathcliff perhaps um, playing with gender roles here? Is Heathcliff exploring mm. some gender identity stuff here? And if so, I think that's terrific. I, You know, it makes the because comic less Because this looks funny. like more of a, a female wig? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, to me, it strikes me at, because maybe this is an Amadeus thing. I'm, I'm reading it as the, um, the love interest Marie character. Antoinette. I can't remember her name in mm. Marie Antoinette. It is Marie Antoinette. Mozart, um, and Marie Antoinette, their famous romance. Um, <laughs> I, no, you brought up Marie Antoinette earlier, though. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. No, I, that's not me roasting you for. <laughs> Um, no, I, I'm reading it as more as a, a feminine, uh, wig. Um, so maybe that's why that, that struck me. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not intentional, but this, you know, that's the age old art debate of what did the, of artist intent and, and whether that matters when divining meaning from a piece of art. I think definitely that could be an interpretation of this. Wait, did, did Mozart and Marie Antoinette actually have a relationship? I, I mean, if they did, that's total coincidence that I, I thought that was oh. not true. Well, as a child, Marie Antoinette met Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart when he came to perform for Marie Antoinette's imperial family. Well, I'll be GD'd. I, yeah, I thought maybe that was from the movie, but I guess not. No, I um, don't think it's in the movie. Kyle, you ever uh, go to a therapist and lie down on a couch? That doesn't really happen, right? No. <laughs> I, and I'm really disappointed by that. Nowadays, my, my therapy is all done over Zoom. So you could uh, lie down while you're doing I it. could, yeah, I could, I could point my camera over, like, to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie down. Or sit and stare at the wall with <laughs> a blank expression. But I, but I, the in-person therapy sessions I've done, I've just been sitting on a couch, you know, across from someone. But God, I would love to, I would love yeah. to lie down. Yeah. You know? you know, yeah. I wonder if. 
they would get mad if they would get upset if you just said, "Can I lie down this time?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't this think is another good upset. one. <laughs> From January 18th, Heathcliff and the robot, his robot, are standing outside. It's snowing. They're both wearing scarves. And Iggy is looking from the window with the family, and he's saying, remember, if you're cold, they're cold. I think this is a good one. Yeah, pretty good. Didn't make me uh, laugh out loud, I will say. But, I, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I My initial reaction to this one, uh, when I saw it, uh as it aired, <laughs> I guess on <laughs> online was like I was like, oh, we've got this is like a Christmas rerun. It struck me so heavily as a Christmas one, but that's because my brain is broken by living in Texas. The very existence <laughs> of snow like or scarfs. I was like, why are we doing this? It's summer now. Yeah, um, but I, I like the idea of a robot uh, being cold. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's very very funny. They don't have. <laughs> A nervous system. <laughs> so then we have January 19th, Thursday, January 19th. So Heathcliff has a big head, a giant head. <laughs> um, Literally, we're not just talking about his ego, which we know no. is big. And Grandma Nutmeg is signing for a package and she's talking to the delivery man. Who They're both looking over at Heathcliff. And Grandma Nutmeg says, yes, that's my cat. This is... <laughs> this one to me just makes no sense. <laughs> this is completely inscrutable. Because here's the thing. Here's what it looks like to me. It looks like Heathcliff is wearing a some sort of like large bowl or something that looks like his face. And he might be. He might be. Because if it's it's might, got it's it's got the he's Pete uh, has drawn uh, the the lines on it to make it look like shiny, right? Yes. And but the issue here is that this thing has ears on it, so like it wouldn't if it's got an open part where Heathcliff's head is in. Do you know? Do you get what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense if you turn it upside down. You wouldn't be able to stand. <laughs> Stand it up on something. I'm thinking way too hard about it, but I just don't well, understand think, why this thing exists. I mean, I think maybe it's a Heathcliff mask. I, the, uh, the, somebody who posted this, uh, yeah, Vinod posted this uh, other, uh, and I'm pulling it up right here, this previous Heathcliff comic strip where he he's walking down the street with a giant, Heathcliff mask I'm I think okay yeah I mean see this one reads more like a mask to me because one it's discolored it's not quite exactly the same as Heathcliff's fur so you can tell it's like not part of him yeah and also it's not shiny yeah so this one is texture, very shiny this one is shiny and it's 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 driving me bonkers um and yeah, just again, no explanation about what's going at all on at all from Grandma Nutmeg. No, <laughs> she's totally no selling no. it. Yes, no. that's my cat. Well, and also she's saying it like as if right before the delivery person was like, "Is that your cat?" <laughs> <laughs> Which would not be the question I asked. <laughs> my first question, looking at that, I would say, I would say "What, what is the your hell cat? is that thing?" Or or. What's on your? What is that on your cat's head? <laughs> yeah. Why is your cat 
Why is your cat's head so big? <laughs> Why is your cat wearing an upside down vase with its head with its face on it? Yeah. Um Yeah, that that, that wouldn't have been my first question. Anyway, well we got one more to look at <laughs> from today, January twentieth, Friday. And this is a fun one. It's uh two overturned <laughs> trash cans. This is a fun one. Get those other not fun ones out of your mind right now because buckle up, folks. It's time for a fun one. Play the fun, cue the fun one music. Fun one. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That'll be a new drop. Uh, Heathcliff is is sitting on a trash can with a fish bone in his mouth and another trash can, an alien. He's sitting and having fun, a classic little green man. There's a spaceship in the background, a classic flying saucer. And the alien is speaking English, apparently. And he's saying, <laughs> we're living the dream. <laughs> this implies that the alien came to Earth for our garbage. Which <laughs> yeah. would make sense for the aliens in the Heathcliff u- universe, right? That'd be a funny bit, you know? He comes down. Yes. The stairs come down from the saucer. He's walking down. It's like... a. Uh, day the earth stood still or whatever and everybody's gathered around the spaceship and he walks out and he goes take me to your garbage kyle uh do you remember this one from about a month ago (laughs) 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 so december 13th basically exactly what kyle's describing except the alien (laughs) says take me to your leader (laughs) i did forget about that and there is a non-zero possibility that i did already say take me to your garbage on that podcast oh very likely (laughs) seems entirely possible okay well that's that's this week in heathcliff i love it this day in heathcliff today Speaking of Amadeus, you know. All right. uh, We have caught and compromised to a permanent end Osama bin Laden. These immortal words were spoken by professional wrestler John Cena live on pay-per-view after he defeated The Miz and John Morrison in a triple threat steel cage match for the WWE Championship, mere minutes after news of bin Laden's death had leaked. But Cena wasn't the first professional wrestler to address the terrorist's death. Half an hour before any details were revealed to the media, Dwayne The Rock Johnson cryptically tweeted, Just got word that will shock the world. Land of the free, dot, 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 home of the brave. Damn proud to be an American. All this to say, uh, on May 2nd, 2011, Osama bin Laden, the founder and first leader of the Islamist Islamist militant group Al-Qaeda, was shot several times and killed at his compound in the Pakistani city of Abbottabad, by United States Navy SEALs. Um, so let's see what happened on that day in Heathcliff, 2011, May 2nd. I thought we were leading up to see all the Heathcliffs that happened on the day of the release of Zero Dark Thirty. I thought this is going to be a <laughs> long way to get, to get there. But this is good, too. Nope, this is the day the day Osama bin Laden was captured, and it's Heathcliff standing on top of a pug walking down the street, and Iggy is in the background. He says, pug surfing. 
<laughs> to his little friend. He's talking to his, his little friend. friend Willie. His friend <laughs> Willie. Uh, wearing the 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 black and red hat this time. Um, right, the one from the uh, from the from the picture. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, thought this there was it a, is. A fun, <laughs> fun contrast uh, of the seriousness of the situation and yeah, and uh, pug surfing. <laughs> yeah, I think pretty clear indicator that um, Peter did not, unlike the Rock, did not have advance notice. Mm-hmm. Of no. <laughs> uh, SEAL Team Six moving into Abbottabad. Um, it's crazy the Rock doing before everyone else, but I guess he's just friends with maybe SEALs. I mean, presumably, yeah, they're working out in the in the in the in his what's his gym called? Doesn't he have like a name that he calls? It's very funny. I wish I could remember it. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this clip of John Cena telling the WWE oh, universe? Yes, Nick, well, I have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, we might as well watch it. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I love it. I love the guy looking at his son like, is this real? <laughs> and then the USA chance. USA chant, sure. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's an incredible document. It's an unbelievable piece of footage. And I regularly uh, am saying caught and compromised to a permanent end to refer to any number of situations. Uh, yeah, a compromise to a permanent end. <laughs> what a weird way to say it. Caught and compromised to a permanent end. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. I didn't realize he had do- he did it after he he won the WWE <laughs> championship. Um I don't know if he won it or if he retained it, but he did oh, just okay. he, had he just, won a match. Uh, yeah. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. A triple threat match against Miz and John Morrison in a steel cage. And Miz and John Morrison are friends. Mm. They were a tag team, so that seemed to me that seems mm. a little unfair. Yeah, interesting. Um, I don't know who this John Morrison person is. I've never heard of this person in my life. Miz, I've heard of. This was an era uh, where I was not really paying much attention to the world wrestling entertainment. Uh, John Morrison also went by Johnny Nitro. Okay, still uh, also doesn't ring a bell. John. Uh, I think yeah, he had a bunch is, of names. Anyway, there any relation to? Amadeus. Is there any is there any angle on it that would help me understand it from cuz that's a movie I've seen. Uh no, but he looked like Jim Morrison from The Doors. Okay. That, does that help? Um no, but I mean it's a start. It's yeah. headed in the right direction. We went to a music thing. Yeah, and a mo- you know. but a biopic, a music biopic, The Doors. Biopic, sure. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's enough for this week. <laughs> uh yeah so <laughs> until next time classic classic showman nick uh bringing it in for a landing <laughs> until next time that bothers me that bothers me